You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Let's flip over to the defensive side. I'm doing it again. Their defense is showing up during regular season, and I feel like I'm not giving them any time in the show, and that's really unfortunate because they were extremely fun to watch. Because I think we talked about this Rams offense, and it really felt like, um, you know, Matthew Stafford, he's having a few really good games to start the season. They, they're they getting these wide receivers that they're not named Cooper Cup right now that are stepping up. This offense is kind of fun. Um, but uh, this defense was able to put the pressure on him. Six sacks. Dax Hill was so fun to watch. Trey Hendrickson. It was almost like a different player every single quarter that you would get to when it comes to pressure on Matthew Stafford and this defense. But what did you think of the performance on the defensive side? It was awesome. Uh, they alleviated some concerns, and I had a lot of concerns because the first drive went terrible for them. Uh, but then they turned it around. It felt like the Rams were just kind of flying, you know, hot knife through butter. I, I tweeted. Uh, but then there was a DJ Reader sack on a good coverage play from everybody else. But DJ Reader got the sack, and part of that sack came from Logan Wilson, who had an incredible bounce back game. I thought he was only because Trey Hendrickson was fully blacked out nonsense uh did he not have the best game but i thought he was probably the second best defender in this game he picks readers guy who's then able to come over the top and get that sack on stafford and then you get an errant throw and another one and now they're kicking a field goal and also credit to nick scott for being able to make that stop on tutu atwell now was it the cleanest stop no and if it's a guy who weighs more than 150 pounds, does he step out of bounds? Maybe not, but he was able to come from the top and make that play. And I think he said it in training camp. It was like, no, yards never scored points or something like that. True. You know, like he stopped a touchdown on that play. 
And then they were able to have a goal line stand. And that felt like such a shift from what we've had from the Bengals so far this year. I think to go with all of that, you have Trey Hendrickson, especially after their starter went out at left tackle, just a dominant performance. It should have been, what, three and a half sacks, but instead one gets wiped away by close face mask penalty. <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about the validity of it. Uh, I think it was there if they wanted to throw it. I think it also probably could have stayed at the pocket. <laughs> um, tough. Uh, but just every single play, it felt like he was just hitting Stafford nonstop. I think this was one of Lou's better called games. It felt like he made an adjustment early from trying to sit back and kind of see what's happening. He started bringing some pressure. And then from the pressure, he started bringing some creepers too, which are when you send four guys, one defensive lineman drops out and one corner comes. So you still have a four-man rush, but it's not the just the four guys in front of you. Um, both of Matt Stafford's picks came off of two high creepers rolling from a single high look. Although I think the second one, he knew what was happening. It was just Mike Hilton making an incredible tip. The first one, I don't think he did a great job of knowing what was happening. So that was a credit to Lou for kind of confusing him and getting him to throw that ball. And Logan Wilson made an incredible play on that one as well to flip his hips and get underneath the route. Uh, I thought, <clears throat> I thought Dax Hill showed a lot of promise in this. I also think I, th I think there is a little bit of he was still a young guy in coverage. Uh, there were two plays that he isn't going to take full responsibility. It's not like he was man-to-man -man against the guy, and that's why it was a deep ball. So there was the play that everybody got on Nick Scott for, the deep ball on the right side. There in, I believe it was cover three. It was single high for sure. And I think it was cover three. Scott matches that route, but Hill got moved by Stafford's eyes. So now Scott doesn't have help over the top when he probably should. And he's trying to recover and he's not able to recover and make the play. So it then ends up being a big gain for the Rams. But you charge a little bit of that to Dax Hill um, just because he got moved and wasn't in the spot that he needed to be in. And then the deep ball right before the end of the game where – Chidobe Wuzi is sinking as a cover two, and Dax Hill's playing over the top on that side. The inside receiver, number two, he already broke off. So Dax Hill should be working to get back over top of number one, and he's not doing that enough. Chidobe's not, probably not sinking enough either. I think both those plays, you assign some of the blame to the other player. You assign some of that blame to Nick Scott. You assign some of that blame to Chidobe Wuzi, but you also assign some of that blame to Dax Hill. And I think that's a little bit of the – he – we have to throw a tiny bit of water on like what was an awesome, awesome performance. I thought he was great for the most part. There were just two plays that stuck out to me as, okay, he's still learning how to be a deep safety. He didn't do that that often in college. And while there's been a lot of good to go with this, it's going to get even better. I think that's one way you could look at it. Um, overall, though, I, I think almost all of the defense played a great game in this and hey shout out uh miles murphy on the t on the te stunt freed up sam hubbard to get a sack uh also man there's a lot of guys that played well it I was sam, yeah, i think sam hubbard had a good game i think bj hill did a pretty good job i think dj reader was dj reader in this game uh annie came up with a sack so most of the defense I was happy with, and it makes sense. I mean, the Rams' offense was bad. Uh, they did a great job against the Rams' offense. Um, 
they the Rams offense was worse than the Bengals offense in this game. And I give a lot of that credit to the Bengals defense and what they were able to do. And this Rams offense was good before this week. They were scoring as the 49ers. They blew out the Seahawks. I don't know if it was always that sustainable, um, but they did it against high level competition and the Bengals weren't playing that well going into this game. So I thought the Rams offense had the upper hand and they didn't. And I don't think we should just go, Oh, you know, it's the Rams. Like who's the number one guy, Puka Nakua type of thing. Because like, yeah, that was true last week when they put up whatever on the 49ers, they scored 20 something. I'm going to look it up. Matthew Stafford over two games, over 600 yards, you know, like he's, he's been legit over the, last two games coming off an injury. And I I do, I think this was going to be a good Rams offense. And that's what scared me a little bit because we did have concerns about the defense. It didn't look like the same old defense against the Baltimore Ravens, because if they get one stop, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I know Joe Burrow threw the interception in the second half, but they have a chance to to win that game against the Baltimore Ravens. It's really unfortunate. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with the defensive side of the ball, but uh, this one, you could just name several players that stepped up on the defensive side and miles Murphy. I know it wasn't a huge impact, but I said it before the game. There are people criticizing that pick. Still, you have to be patient. You have to be patient with his reps and his rotations. He's going to be useful, a positive for this defense in his rookie year. We just can't, we got to hold off on our expectations as this guy is going to win rookie of the year or what, you know, look at the other teams, look what this rookie is able to do on their defense or their offense. Just, just be patient. Yeah, um, a few things. I mean, there was, there was a lot with that. It felt like in the preseason, everybody just already got their take off. Like, ah, he sucks. And it's like, that's the preseason. Who cares? He's a guy that needs time. He's not a guy that's going to show you in the preseason, like, yeah, I should have been a top five pick. If he pans out, which I, I have been one of Miles Murphy's bigger supporters because – I am with what the consensus was on him in the draft, that he was probably a first-round talent. Uh, If he pans out, it's going to be in two years probably. That's when you're going to see, oh, this guy could be a star. And I don't think there were a lot of guys that had that opportunity, whereas right now he's not going to be a star. He's going to be a role player, and that's okay. I think he's shown flash. Uh, he flashed last week with the pressure against Macari, and this week in what is nine or so snaps, he was able to free up Sam Hubbard for a sack. And he didn't even pass rush on all those snaps. I know that he dropped into coverage on one of them, and they weren't all passing plays. So I want him to take more snaps because I want him to give Hendrickson and Hubbard more breathers because they're playing too much. They're still playing too much. They played too many snaps in this game. Osai, I think, only played three snaps in this game. It feels like they just aren't, whether it's Hubbard and Hendrickson or the staff, it feels like they don't want to move to the young guys yet. It feels like they're just kind of like letting Hubbard and Hendrickson do what they always do. And part of the excitement with having all these, this young talent was maybe this means that those guys will finally be well-rested and healthy for the long stretch. Um, haven't seen that. And I want to see Murphy sample Osai take those reps away a little bit. Not that those guys should be playing anywhere under like 60%, but like 60% is fine. And I think that would be enough. That's what reader usually plays. Maybe you keep him at 65, 70%. But right now I think they're over 80% of the snaps. And that's not ideal because they've both broken down over the course of a year, the past two years. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.